Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Lost in Translation. This time we're covering Digimon Adventure Colon 2020, episode 44, Hikari and the Moving Forest. I'm May, and this time I'm joined by the lovely Quinn and the lovely Chloe. And the lovely Evie will not be joining us, but she has sent through her notes that we will be reading when we come to the discussion portion of the podcast. So uh, before we get into it, a quick bit of housekeeping. Uh, The website will continue to not be up until I have full internet. Um, We... The website was alive and having a good time, not live live, but a live. And then my partner did an oopsie and dropped uh, the Raspberry Pi onto the carpet from a very, very low height without any force, like accidentally just just moved it and it just fell. And uh, it landed in such a way that the micro SD card snapped. I did... Did not know, even know that was possible, but it was, and I do have backups, so I will, it will only be missing like three posts. Oh, that's not bad. And that's about it. So it has like a backup from the week before we moved. So okay. it's like, it's just a seven days behind of what it would be. But I was able to restore that, uh, but I'm not going to be able to have that up until we have internet, internet again, because... Uh, the 4G modem, uh, we, we used up all the, the data when we plugged in the ring doorbell. So, yeah, that was an oopsie. But, uh, so we're like, oh, maybe not. So that will wait until I think the I think the HFC shortage is sort of over and they're doing installations again with um, in, like, late May. And the, the thing is, these modems are specialty for each... Like, you need a modem as well as the router. We have the router, the modems, you can't just buy they're like specialty coded for the address that you live in oh I hate so that you can't crap. just take it it's absolutely terrible so if there's a shortage uh no they're not making any of those so you don't you can't have that specialty modem uh and you can't take the one from your previous house because it doesn't it's work at your address the, that address yeah wow and, what a racket uh, and we yeah, and when we moved to the last place, um, it, it was an old house. Already had it, these. This it's called NBN. It already had that installed. But the previous people who rented it took the modem. But obviously, oh, and so you just <clears throat> that, that it does nothing for them. Yeah, it basically does nothing for them, and just ha- had us without internet for like a week. But there wasn't a shortage then, at least. Uh, this time we need to get it like installed. Uh, because it's a brand new house, so it doesn't have a modem. And also, I think it ne- they need to make sure that it has the capability for it. But anyway, so that's a whole thing. So we don't know when we'll have the internet for real. Uh, we're hotspotting off our phones at the moment, which is fine. A little bit. I think it's, like, a little bit slower than what the NBN would be like. But anyway, no internet, no website for a while. Hopefully, we'll be back soon. But, yeah, that's a bit of an I'm update. glad that you have hotspots. Hooray. Yeah. Well, well, that's the good thing about having 4G phones. And I have a work phone as well. So I have my normal phone and then I have my work phone, which also has a hotspot. So I don't know how much data I have on the work phone. Uh, I just I just know the provider and I know it's a, I know what type of phone it is. I think it's a good one. I don't know. But uh, it's a phone. And so that's the thing. And a bit more housekeeping. I have a P.O. box now. So if you want to send uh, letters and stuff or whatever, you can. It's P.O. Box 6258. Dandenong, Victoria, 3175, and obviously Australia. Uh, If your postal service doesn't allow you to post to P.O. boxes, let me know, and uh, I will give you a special uh, edit of that address, which will allow you to send to non-P.O. boxes. But I don't want to give that one out because it only limits me to, like, 50 per year. 
So only I will only send things to that if I absolutely have to. Makes and sense. Uh, another bit, yeah. Another bit of the last bit of housekeeping is that I commissioned the wonderful Chisai two five six or no two three six. What did I get five from? Ah, oh, oh, because that was in my because pro, my PO box, and I've got the yes two three six. And she, yeah, so I commissioned her. She's wonderful. She is on Twitter. She's one of our wonderful Patreon supporters and friends. And I commissioned her to do some overlay art for my videos on YouTube. So when I'm talking about virtual pets. There's this cute, adorable little art of me as Mameo from Digimon World. It's very and I've got good. a VB and I've got a Tanimon. It's very good. It's like, it's perfect. So thank you, Chi, for that. And I forgot to mention it last time because I was very tired. And I'm still tired this week, but able to remember things a little bit more. Still tired, though. I've unpacked, though, which is great. Woo! So I was not really spoiled for much this episode, like I was last time. Uh, I was spoiled for Pedaldramon's death, so that's sad. Uh, but that was about it. That was like, you know, not really a big spoiler. Like, you know, last time with Ponchomon showing up, that was still mildly yeah. annoyed about that. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah. I mean, it was a good episode, so the episode didn't suck, but yeah. Anyway, so the children arrive in a forest, and Taichi suggests splitting up to look for food because this show can't focus on more than one character at a time and has tr troubles with that. Yeah. And then... We have Hikari. Yep. It's so bad. I yeah, just it's, love it's, Sora's it's face. It's getting to a point where it's funny. Yeah, Sora's like, oh, I guess I'm not doing anything this episode. It's not my turn yet. <laughs> and then we have Hikari stepping on some vines, and she realizes that the forest is alive, and it's just a giant Petaldramon. Like, it's Petaldramon from Frontier, but it's so much bigger, and it's like, I, it's it doesn't really have a personality. Like, I mean, it does have a personality, but doesn't have, like, a... um. Like, a talking role, like uh, it did in Frontier, where it just had a... It was basically a character. It had, like, lines and everything. This one just kind of is, like, a landmass and is just a little bit more of a character than Eldoradimon is, which I guess is fine. It's very cute, yeah. though. And his head's a walnut. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I like that so much. It's very good, and I it's like nice. it. Yeah. Yeah. Koshiro and Sora are looking on from above, and they discover that the forest is taking damage. Meanwhile, Hikari is almost attacked by little soot sprite-looking things, and Tailmon saves her. But Hikari chases after the soot sprites for reasons. And this happens, like, a lot through this episode. It's just Hikari chasing after things and running into direct danger. No. The whole time, I'm just like, Hikari, why? Why do you it. not like living? Yeah. Yeah, it was... And and there was no character moment. There was no development. There was Tailmon was barely necessary. It would, you know, what this episode would have been a better Mimi and Palmon episode. Mm -hmm. But they couldn't have two Mimi and Palmon episodes in a row. They had to highlight another child, kind of. But it would have made uh, you know, so much it more even sense. Could have been Sora and and at least we could have made something out of the whole love thing for a minute. Yeah. And not just literally Hikari all you have to do is things. show me. Yeah, literally all you have to do to make the love crest work is show me Sora actually does care about things. Because right now, I'm mm. pretty sure she does not. Yeah, like she cares about soccer. That's it. Maybe well, that's all yeah. we know about her is that she she, she cares about soccer. But yeah. like, I spent the whole time like wondering why this episode was about Hikari. Like, it it doesn't particularly like it was cute. Don't get me wrong. Like, I I did think it was cute. And I like Tailmon having a sort of a character, 
But it just, I don't know why it was a Hikari episode. I mean, later on, we have Palmon fangirling about Petaldramon existing. Like, that's 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 adorable. And the whole yeah, time, right. Palmon's... That would have made so much sense to yeah. happen during the episode. Yeah, and, like, Palmon is constantly afraid that she will be eaten too. And this is something that I didn't even think of. So I was surprised when the writers thought of it, is that... Palmon is afraid that she'll be damaged by the things that are specifically eating forests and trees. Mm -hmm. Like, that is a great little bit of, like, extra detail there that... Right, like... You know, the writers didn't didn't have to go into it. It would have been a perfect Mimi episode. You can almost tell they wrote it as a Mimi episode at one point. Um, Yeah. I I don't know. I, I... There was a lot of potential in this episode, and it ended up being just the most bog standard, yep, you checked all the boxes for technically had a cohesive plot. Good for you. Yeah, like, it's it's still, this episode's still better than, like, and I know we'll get into it later, but this episode's still a lot better than, like, a lot of the episodes in this season, mm-hmm. but it's so very much just okay. Yeah. Like, it's... It, it's there, and I really did like the references to Palmon being just a huge fan of the Petaldramon, saying, oh, it's, you know, this is, a, oh, Petaldramon's a legend, I get to meet a legendary Digimon. She's clearly a huge fan, and then we have her mentioning she's afraid she's going to be damaged by the soot sprite things, and then later on, there's just a small bit of the animation where she jumps, like, in fear out of the way of these soot black bug friend things, mm-hmm. and it's just, there's it's just, just no these nice bits of detail. That. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, it was a cute little detail because she's a plant, and I really appreciated that. Like, I really appreciate that they remembered that she is the plant and nobody else is a plant in this group of friends. It's just her. And, I don't know, I felt like this... It would make sense if Mimi wants to help Petaldramon because Palamon looks up to Petaldramon and mm-hmm. she wants to stop these soot sprite things because they're damaging plants and Palmon is her friend. It would have made so much more sense for Mimi to be running frantically through the forest and cutting her hands on trees. It was kind of just... And I know that Hikari is doing it because she cares, but it just felt weird that she kept on running off for reasons. Kind of, yeah. Like, it, it. we're back to children... The small children don't get personalities again. And I'm pretty upset about it. Because even in her own episode, Hikari... Barely got to have a personality and didn't talk to Tailmon. Yeah, but they, she did have some cute moments with Petaldramon at least. Sort of. Um, she got flowers yeah. grown for her and that was cute. Yeah, I mean, it it was fine. Yeah. I just, I wish I cared more about it. Yeah, 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 yeah me too. I have, like, I stopped, I, when I was done watching this episode, I was kind of like, I had no idea what to feel. Like... I had just watched an episode, but I didn't have any feelings either way. Like, I was just like, I watched an episode of Digimon. I liked that Petaldramon was in it. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't have any... So, like, it was a hard um, one for me to rate because, yep. I'm, I'm curious, as someone who has not been following the entirety of this Digimon season, have the kids seen a Digimon, like, just straight up and die in front of them like that before? We've had a lot of vor, less yeah. dramatic sacrifice, but... Quite a lot of death. I think yeah. Ogamon. Okay. Ogamon died. Yep. And even some dramatic sacrifice before as well. Oh yeah, several times. Okay, because I was thinking that yeah. might have been like a, a a big like character moment for someone. That I was like, oh, this is the first time they've actually seen it's... someone who is in the right still lose. Yeah, like um, it's it's the first time that happened to Hikari in particular, I guess. But yeah, well, but, but the so, exact same. Yeah. Didn't they... yeah, I'm just thinking. Didn't the exact same thing happen in the Limon debut episode where we just had, I mean, this time it was robots turning into plants, this time it's plants turning into plants, but it's the same cinematic choice of they're just like, oh, that's a landmass now. Yep. It's the same. 
Yeah, well, and, like and it, it's uh, it, uh, the floating island. Uh, mm-hmm. Why can't I think of the name? Eldoradimon. Yeah, it's very Eldoradimon and also the Lilymon debut episode, which mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I have a screenshot of. Yep, it's uh, Gardromon as a plant. I'm just posting yeah, and, in, in and Discord. We basically just killed Petaldramon off in the same episode so that we wouldn't have to Eldoradimon it. Yeah. And Mind you, whirlpool. I'm just looking at the screenshot. Yeah, I'm just looking at this, this screenshot, which is still uploading to Discord because hotspotting off my phone, and it's a three megabyte uh, screenshot. But it's just, it's just a better, it's it's a better drawn version of what we have with Entmon mm-hmm. and Petaldramon. Like, yeah, it's just mm-hmm. exactly the same. And yeah, I mean, which I, is, I, I guess I still think probably it's cute. part of why it's a good thing. It's 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 probably slightly better that it's not a Mimi episode, seeing as they did exactly the same cinematic choice, but... Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It, it's also another case of the writers must either really like Studio Ghibli or just keep on making similar choices. I was going to say, like, this to... yeah. really turned into Ghibli for a minute, and... Yeah, it's, it's my neighbor Totoro. It. it was really the whole... Yeah. I was going to say, Small it's like, girl, what if Kiki so didn't... Sprites care about things no it's also just like we, we had may in my neighbor totoro who just chased after random things she shouldn't chase after and also befriend a giant monster yeah like it's just it's my neighbor Petaldramon. it's just <laughs> it's the same thing and also a little bit how's moving castle because it's the moving forest mm-hmm. it's i was say hikari is is what happens in kiki's delivery service if kiki doesn't go into the forest and meet a lesbian <laughs> and just stays boring forever. Yeah. <laughs> How there's so many Ghibli movies that just have like just forest lesbians. Uh-huh. I know it's a go- it's goals. Yeah, like I think everyone wants to find their own forest lesbian. Uh-huh. Some of us want to be Who the motivates forest lesbian, character okay? change. Yeah, that is true. I like that, but yeah, so just. It's it's just if the whole time I'm just like getting some Ghibli vibes and I feel like she, I've had Ghibli vibes you know, for a few episodes. Live in the forest. Yeah, is she you know a forest witch. <laughs> but anyway, it it's just a thing. So we have Hikari finding a whole bunch of these soot sprites, and then Petaldramon's vines seem to protect her. And then we this is the part where Palmon's afraid that she'll be damaged too. And I'm just yeah, I'm just really surprised to have this that brought up. Like it was just hey, the writers paid attention, and I didn't even consider that Palmon would be in danger because selective damage, I guess. But no, Palmon is worried about being in danger, and that's kind of like reasonable. I like that. <laughs> And then Hikari introduces herself to the vines, because of course she does. And then some adorable Puamon who evolve into Falcomon from Savers, and a Muchomon who is another Digimon that's been around since the late 90s, but has barely ever been in anything, was like in Digimon World and in the card game, and that's about it, and a few virtual pets, but yeah, not that much. So really nice to see. And they say that it's Petaldramon, and Palmon knows a Petaldramon. Tailmon answers for her. Like, it's it's so weird. It feels like Palmon's like, oh my gosh, it's Petaldramon. Oh, it's Petaldramon. And then they say, who's Petaldramon? And Tailmon answers. It just... It's very It feels weird. Strange. It's like Tailmon's like, my episode. Yeah. And Palmon's just excited that she gets to meet a legend. Uh-huh. Then, since the Puamon and Muchamon run off, Agumon, Gomon, and Gabumon are chasing them, and they find out that they were worried that the chosen children were dangerous and they were bad guys. 
And we find out that they're refugees who were attacked by the soot sprites in their original forest. And then we, they say that there was a much larger Digimon, which Petaldramon fought with. And Palmon is just mad. And it's just... Pal- they keep on having Palmon, like, pipe up in this episode. And it's very much... This should have been a Palmon episode. It would make so much more sense. If this was oh, a Mimi and Palmon episode, it would be a five. I it was written as a Mimi and Palmon episode and, and just... They were, I guess, too lazy to rewrite the dialogue well and just left yeah. Palmon. It's a it's a really weird choice. But if they didn't have the Palmon dialogue, I think I would probably not like this episode as much because it would take away a bit of the world building. Uh, no, well, like what it would you just need feel to do would be empty. do something involving Tailmon's memories, maybe? Just, yeah. You'd have to actually care enough to write some plot because Tailmon just be lazy only and have to do the plot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%. That's why she evolves from Plotmon. But the thing is, it would just, mm-hmm. if they, they could even be lazy with it and just animate like a flashback of Hikari watering a succulent and then she went on school camp. Or, well, no, not even a succulent, maybe just a normal plant. Just have her watering a plant and then she goes on camp and then forgets about it or something because she's sick or whatever. And then the plant dies. And ever since then, she's like being worried about dying plants. Make it something lazy like that with flashbacks, like the show is done for a few episodes. Mm-hmm. And. You've got yourself an episode where Hikari has a character, but the whole episode has just felt like it was meant to be a Mimi and Palmon episode. And when I said that I'd give this episode a five if it had Mimi and Palmon as the focus, it's not just because I like Mimi and Palmon. It just would have made sense. Yeah. Like, to have them as characters. Why does Hikari care so much? I get that she's caring, but why is she caring? Why is she more caring than any Jesus. of the other characters? Yeah, but Takaru is also Jesus. Why doesn't he care? He has no personality because in this it's episode. it's not his turn. Yeah. It's Hikari's turn, and she has no personality this episode. But it makes no sense that... Yeah, like, what, that... Mimi is carrying a purse made of leaves right now. <laughs> Like, the most I care about Hikari in this entire episode is in the preview for the next episode, where she appears to be cosplaying as Lilymon. Yes. Yeah, that was cool. Right? If you'd done that episode not... first, I would I would have had that make a lot more sense, yeah. and I would think Hikari maybe cares about plants slightly. But why is she cosplaying as Lilymon is my biggest question. I don't know, but question. I want to know. <laughs> but but the I, next I don't episode care why, because is... I love it. But the next episode is clearly a Yamato episode. Why is why is she dressing as Lilymon? Is it just another Mimi episode disguised as another character's episode? I think if the ending credits can tell us anything, it's that they only know how to write Mimi episodes. Mm-hmm. This this whole show is just like the writers really just like Mimi and Studio Ghibli films, and every week I'm just like. Am, am I am I the writer? Like I like Mimi and Studio Ghibli films. Like uh, is this just is this just no, me? No, you're not. You're not the writer. You're the intern whose ideas keep getting stolen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm but just then like they the, they don't the, turn the, out so well. What if they just read some like me ranting about Studio Ghibli in one Twitter post, and then me ranting about Mimi being best girl in another Twitter post, and they just combined those and were like, hey, that's a season of Digimon oh, right there. They're using a May chatbot as, as a writer. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, that's basically what happened. And that's just my headcanon now. But I like to think I could probably come up with better ideas in these episodes, but also I'm not a writer, so probably not. Though the Falling from the Sky episode's still pretty bad. Yeah, anyway, if, if, the, so, if the bar is clear that, I think I could manage it. 
Mm. Yeah, if it's if the goal is right better than that episode, that's an easy goal. If the epi- if it's like right better than the episodes we've given 4.5s to or 5s to, um, then no, I can't no. do that. I think I can do better than the worst. I might be able to manage a mediocre. Yeah, I just I just want the adventures of Mimi and Palmon to be honest. Mhm. Yeah. Like it's gone to the point that or okay, frankly, at uh, this yes, point, I'm biased. Can I have the adventures of Sora and Bioman? But make them good, like give them characters. <laughs> yeah. Like show us the angry Sora that we saw in the intro. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Sora could have been the one who cared this this week, and I don't know, had yeah, to worry about don't. setting things on fire or something. Yeah. A thing because we could choose only... to care about. Yeah, only Garudamon can cause and stop forest fires. <laughs> anyway, so we have Palmon being mad and then I'm just sitting here thinking this episode is still technically about Vor because Petaldramon is a Digimon and Petaldramon is being still eaten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even when they're not doing Vor, they're doing Vor. All of the kids ate its berries. They like they're, they're weirdly phallic Vor. berries. What yeah. was that? It was yeah. very strange. I thought they were like I thought they were crossed between like you know how peaches look a little bit like bottoms? Like, I think yeah. it was just a cross between a peach and <laughs> some berries. And a cherry. New slang for genitals, by the way, is peach and berries. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it right now. But, uh, yeah, but those berries it, it, also look kind of tasty. It had some real Willy Wonka, like, mm-hmm. this is what a schnozberry <laughs> looks like. Yeah. Emphasis on the it Willy. It wasn't explicit, but it felt like I shouldn't be looking at it. Yeah. Yeah, same. I still liked it, and I liked that Agumon <laughs> wanted to eat them, because that's Agumon's character now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Taichi, you know, the brain of the group, realises that the black bugs are being sent from the bigger Digimon as an attack, and it's weird that that wasn't Koshiro's line, but whatever. Then Hikari runs off again, and Tailmon chases her, and Hikari thanks Petaldramon for saving her, and says that she wants to help Petaldramon. Then Petaldramon grows flowers that heal Hikari's wounds. Uh, This power never is really relevant again, so just ignore that. And then the flowers then become food for the Chosen, and Talmon allows them to have a little bit of filler as a treat again by saying that they're on their way to Farga and should have some plot, but rest is important. And I feel like that's just, it's so funny. This episode both has, hey, we should split up, and Talmon saying, okay, we can have a filler episode now. And it, it's just, yeah, remember they're when both Talmon things that I joke did about. literally this um, with the underwater episode? <laughs> Yep. Like, we've already done exactly this plot beat of, okay, fine, I guess we're allowed to have filler. Why do we keep asking Tailmon? Yeah, we keep on getting filler as a treat. And mind you, the filler episodes have had more characters than any of the actual plot episodes. If you think about it, the plot episodes were like the Dundevi monarch, where mm-hmm. we didn't even, like, so forgettable. Like, what happened in that? Um, Takaru came to the digital world and there were some boats and Taichi got bored. That's it. Yep. Taichi got bored and kind of forgot about it. Also, <laughs> Mom has not been heard from in like 20 episodes. Yeah. No one's thought of their parents for a while. And I know that it's Digimon and they don't think about their parents a lot when they're in a digital world. But it is kind of weird. It's a lot at this point after we did set up. Oh, by the way, I'm from Akoshiro and... I don't know, we set up the picture of Takaru's family on episode one. Yeah, it, it, it it's weird. There wow. are some weird things going on. Mm-hmm. Like, 
the the season people have said has Hi, pacing problems from Do you episode remember this three. Plot beat that we seeded sixty uh, weeks ago, I guess. <laughs> oh, it was so long ago since it's yeah. It started like the first week of April last year. Uh huh. And wow. now we're in April this year. This season goes forever, and we're still like twenty two episodes away from finishing. Oh my gosh, we're still going to be doing this in twenty two weeks, <laughs> at least. Unless they'll they'll probably have like another holiday or or so, because I think there are a couple holidays that are usually at a minimum Golden Week, I would think. Yeah, I was about to say Golden Week, but I can't remember when Golden Week is. Uh, I think that's May, May right? First the fifth, yeah. Yeah, I would say like usually they take off Golden Week, so we have. Oh my gosh, we have another like six months. Yeah, no, that's my mom asked me that the other day. Like, how long do you have to keep getting up at four in the morning? And like, only six more months. Oh my gosh, like, I I I like this show. I'm enjoying it, but oh my gosh, why is there so much? Like, well, I never so felt little. that way with Atmon. Like, with Atmon, it was always like, oh no, it's ending. This is like, oh my gosh, it's ending in like twenty weeks. I'm gonna like, die. No, like, but I cared about Millennium Mon briefly, but I sure don't anymore. <laughs> that was we've four months. That was almost four months ago. Uh huh. That we've spent traveling we... from one place to another place, but like it's not on a map. I can't see how close we are. We're just taking Talmon's word for it that we're on the way. Yep. And oh my now Koshiro's map helps, I guess. Yeah, but only when it's relevant. I don't know. But only anyway, after you buy the product placement. <laughs> yeah, you have to have the product placement for the VB first. Anyway, so then the big Digimon attacks with a whole bunch of these soot sprites, which I'm going to just keep keep on calling soot sprites because they don't actually they're not actually individual Digimon. They're just his attack, which I kind of so wish it was questions. a Digimon like. I'm just going to keep on calling them soot sprites, even if they have a canon name. They're just soot sprites, from, soot sprites. from Ghibli. That's valid. I, I love them. They're kind of adorable, though. Yeah, they're, anyway, they're the evil so, version yeah. of the soot sprites. Yeah. Yeah, and they're still adorable. Mm-hmm. Agumon evolves with the dumb and honestly completely out of place evolution sequence. It looks so weird to have mm-hmm. one Digimon evolve. Like, it's not even Gabumon gets it as well this time. It's just like Agumon evolves with this dumb out of place animation, and then the other Digimon just seem to evolve during this time because when we flash back to yep. they're just there except for Pegasusmon where Takaru just says Pegasusmon yep. Yep. and I guess it's to highlight that he's choosing to use Pegasusmon instead of Angemon which, which is cool yes. and interesting we... if I thought anyone else could do that yeah I, we, I just wanted to see Ponchomon again mm-hmm. yes him no, they they even like, like didn't... explicitly called out last episode. Oh, by the way, this won't happen again. Yeah. Yeah, but they did the same to Blitz Greymon, and I'm fairly confident we'll see Blitz Greymon again. I mean, have we even seen War Greymon again? Uh since the last time they said we'll see you again, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm thinking we... we're probably not gonna get War Greymon again until pretty near the end, and then we're gonna go into Omega Mon again. <laughs> yep. And we're just. It's just, it's still weird to me that they go and evolve to adult. Like, it just feels weird to me that they're not evolving to their highest form. They're just, and keep in mind, Talmon is an adult the entire time. Yeah, And that's they only the choose to part. evolve to adult. Like, they don't try to evolve to perfect. I thought like, at it's least weird. When, when Hikari was, you know, being weird and running toward danger repeatedly, we were getting an alternate for Talmon, and then, no. Yeah, I thought we were going to get something, like, maybe Neferdimon or something. I don't know. Literally just something. Because then, 
Because then Hikari can travel on Neferdimon's back and mm -hmm. join in the battle. I don't know. Or give like, me a new one. I give thought me they something were doing new, that. please. Yeah, like Ponchomon I consider as a new thing because Palmon hasn't actually evolved to Ponchomon before, even though Ponchomon as a Digimon does exist and has been it's seen a, in it's things. It's a new evolution Ponchomon line. Evolved. Like, that's... Yeah, for Palmon, yeah. I was certainly taken by surprise by it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I still think that that's fantastic that's doing that, by the way. Like, because... I didn't even know. Like, if you can surprise someone who is involved in all aspects of the Digimon I, franchise, I still like the Virtual say Pets we need as well. A Betsumon episode. Oh, imagine if Tailmon evolves into Betsumon though. Right? That's what I'm saying. Just give me yeah. a uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> there's a distortion episode and you just have to fight as tail as Betsumon. <laughs> that would have been so good last episode though. I mean I know right? the Tailmon becomes just a cat. Was great, but if Tailmon just became some guy in a Tailmon suit, that'd be disturbing. But He's so good, I'm fantastic. <laughs> Do the I'm same actions though. and acting. Just is guy in a Tailmon suit acting like a cat? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that would be so creepy, though. Oh god, anyway, it'd be so good. So, the worst. Away from that vague creepiness, uh, <laughs> we have Entmon being revealed. So this is the giant Digimon. And this is another new Digimon design from the Digimon Pendulum Z. So this is a brand new Digimon, like, oh. as of, like, the release in March. So this Digimon, brand new to be seen in animation and just even more horrifying than I thought. Like, well done. Well done. I, I like I, li I like this horrific, scary monster. Yeah, it's just... This whole it's, it's episode has me a Lord of the Rings vibes, because... We literally got an ent, and Hikari did. You shall not pass to him. Yeah, it was. A, it was yeah. weird. Oh, see if I see a point. Yeah, there are a lot of weird dips into other franchises in this episode. There sure was. You're right. I feel weird saying this, but I feel like I just didn't understand Entmon's motivations as a character. Entmon you know? didn't. Yeah. Oh, he's Entmon evil. was evil. He's just the evil. He's the big bad. This yeah. episode. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Some Digimon you have to understand are evil. And it's okay to kill them. They generally don't talk. <laughs> Valid. I think you know, that that's how you know it's okay to kill like someone. About... They, no, they can't talk. Well, Petaljuvan didn't talk. But that's I guess true. He, then that's why we yeah, killed him. Yeah, but he gave berries. Mm -hmm. He bloomed flowers. But wasn't there a line about like not all battles are light versus dark? This was just like a Something predatory like thing. Yeah, this was basically just a. Oh, by the way, there's still natural selection. Except, I don't know, Petaljuman decided mm -hmm. to do a heroic sacrifice. Yeah, and Hikari likes a good sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Apparently. Enough so much, so... like, <laughs> Anjuwoman did not help. Could have chose not to. I was under the impression that Anjuwoman is what caused uh, Petaljuman to have the power to sacrifice into forest. Maybe? That was, I thought like, Petaljuman was honestly like going to evolve. She enabled that. Yeah, I thought we were going to get an evolution or yeah, that's something, and no, it was Petaljuman yeah. no, evolved to I've an entire you forest. You can die. die into a forest now. And Petaljuman just was straight like, up that's killed Petaljuman. Yes. Yeah, like, and then Hikari was like, oh, no, you're right. Don't help. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a flesh wound. Like, we don't know that Petaljuman could have just survived that, but definitely didn't after Angelwoman was done. Petaljuman used to be an adventurer like you, then they took an arrow to the knee. And, like, an alien-esque scorpion tail thing. That was horrifying, by the yeah, way. That was the so heart. wild. 
I was actually yeah, Pedal Drummond's death was just that. that was like fairly gory without like the actual gore. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was slightly hardcore for this like, children's Ghibli show. We're impaling this live yeah. monster that you sympathize with in front of you. It was <laughs> so a lot. Much. <laughs> Especially because, like, like they spent the first half of the episode kind of poorly animating Petaltamon. Like, any time the walnut head move was surprisingly poorly done. It was was just dragging the selection in MS Paint. Yeah, a little bit. It was very weird. But that happens, that happens whenever they have a big Digimon. It's just kind of like, I'm gonna say it's sort of a little bit Evangelion when they just have the giant ever go, being big like honestly that, that's this, kind of the this thing. had more godzilla vibes to it by the yeah, end that's what i was well, gonna say yeah God, i haven't seen it yet but godzilla versus kong just came out and this episode was also godzilla versus kong but i'd believe it yeah i haven't seen it either i, I probably should because i like movies, i was just but... thinking giant monsters fighting as environmental metaphor yeah oh yeah that's a lot of <laughs> digimon though it sure is like I just I want them to go back to the like the human world and have Digimon fights in Tokyo again. Like I really just like we that seem, in Digimon. We seem very averse to having uh, actual humans die, but we're really into making death a theme this episode or this season. Mm-hmm. So that's just not gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, have Digimon been in the real world, like the actual real world? No, I, they've affected the real world, but yeah. Like, They've they've so far at least had to do things like bring the ISS down on Tokyo <laughs> via causing a bunch of satellites to ram into it simultaneously like totally works. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's that's definitely a thing. Wow, what a good plan but, that was. Yeah. Anyway, so we have Togemon being terrified because she's made out of plants, and that's just a quick like little bit of an animation, which is fantastic. Big fan of that. And then we have Entmon just piercing Petaldramon with his claws, and then adding in the, as I mentioned before, the alien-esque sort of mouth thing from his tail, and that pierces through the body Mm -hmm. and kind of kills them incredibly dramatically. And then Hikari, guess what, runs off again. (laughs) And she does what the show loves to have the eight-year-old do, and just run in front of the big giant bad guy and I thought she was just going to say Yamete because <laughs> Takaru didn't speak this episode because it just, she ran up and then just like skidded on the ground and was like dramatic. And I was like, oh no, don't, she don't say it. And she stop. didn't. She instead. Yeah. yeah. No, you're not, she in, you're in, not wrong. I, she really should have said Yamete. It would have been so funny. Holy crap. She just, she just, she just burst into tears and said Tailmon instead. And then Tailmon evolves into Anjumamon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is just like Tail- Hikari's version of Inichan is Tailmon because you know she That's has an accurate. older brother. She does not have an but older brother. She hasn't. Has she even spoken to Taichi? I don't think they so. might have exchanged a word. Yeah, yeah. A I think, word. Taichi said something to Hikari, but I don't know that Hikari acknowledged it. She's freezing him out. They're, they're not on speaking terms right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just did. Did something happen behind the the scenes? Anyway, I don't know. It's so, the same reason that mom forgot they exist. Hikari just can't yeah. remember she has an older brother, mm-hmm. even when he's right there. It's maybe, very sad. Maybe it's an effect of the digital world. Who knows? It's it's all the homeostasis that's still around, I guess. Yeah. Um. Also, is this just the second time we've seen Angel Woman happen, and that she doesn't right. even fight? Yep. Like, I don't know. I feel like she released the golden digi eggs. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's very specific. And the then we have yeah, which is kind of sad. So yeah, Angelmon gives Petaldromon note that. Oh. Gives Petaldromon a fatal boost, then refuses to help. Uh-huh. Yeah, flies literally just ollies Audi and flies off picking up Hikari, and Hikari's like, this is Petaldromon's fight, and then yeah. they just stop helping. Does not attack Entmon, just overpowers uh, Petaldromon until it dies, and then just says, this isn't our business. <laughs> Doesn't even fight, just sort of glows. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's weird. Anyway, so Petaldramon and Antimon both die and become the green landmass, which then sprouts Petaldramon's pink flowers. And then that that that's that's the episode. That that's what happens. Mm-hmm. And then we get the encyclopedia, and we learn about Bergamon. And then Koshiro just says how some people like burgers with pickles, and how Bergamon's pickles are great too. And it just sounds so weird. It's a and lot. Next time. Yeah, next time we're learning about Metal Gururumon, so I guess that's happening now. Alright, discussion time. What were our highlights? Petaldramon was surprisingly great. Yeah, I, I, I loved Petaldramon. I, I, I just loved Petaldramon in Frontier. Mm-hmm. I was a little sad they didn't they didn't have Petaldramon, you know, talk and be the same Petaldramon, but can't have everything. Petaldramon's uh, yeah, mouth I... really annoyed me. I don't like how its mouth works <laughs> but other than that, do you want do you really want to fight why is no one talking about the mouthfeel <laughs> i'm sorry that, that um, is some definite mouthfeel i'm just posting some a tweet that i put on twitter uh, as i do in the discord chat which is one i posted just a little bit after watching the episode and it's just <laughs> it's got screenshots from frontier as well where pedaljamon just really likes burgers and I feel like that's why Bergamon was in the end of the episode bit of the, the encyclopedia part, just because Bergamon was in the Petaldramon episode of Frontier, and Petaldramon is in this episode, and Bergamon was in the encyclopedia. So that's I feel nice. like that isn't... I, I, that must be a reference, right? It definitely could be. Um... Like, he's... That whole episode was just in Frontier was just Petaldramon likes eating burgers, and Bergamon yeah. are making burgers for Petaldramon. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense, and as long as we're just going through Digimon that don't appear in this episode, might as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, Hikari's like twig legs were a highlight for me. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I also I also tweeted legs. about that. That Her legs don't make sense. Like, how <laughs> is she supporting her weight? They, just bend they don't make sense even in, like, even ignoring that, they don't make sense in reference to the size of her pant legs. Or her shoes. How are her or feet anything. that big when Does her Hikari knees are have anorexia? Small? Yeah. Like, I'm worried Like, I'm about. literally I mean, kind of worried about Hikari. Yeah, it's just, and it's like Takaru's head and tiny neck. It's just, uh-huh. there's some weird proportions going on in the show. They don't children. Uh-huh. Which I is weird because that's your whole job is to draw children. Mm-hmm. There was an interesting point at uh, the beginning yeah, of I the just... episode where uh, I think it was when they were first seeing the little uh, dust mite mons or whatever. Mm. I totally am forgetting their names, but the uh, soot sprites. The soot sprites, yeah. Uh, but like Hikari was just seeing them in four different bushes in front of her, and I thought Hikari was just somehow causing that to happen. <laughs> I was like, why does Hikari just hate this forest so much? Uh, God, so, I wish it had been that. Yeah, that was a Hikari, weird. Yeah, what if Hikari, Hikari taketh Hik- away? Yeah. Hikari doesn't actually want to help Petaldramon. Hikari wants to murder Petaldramon, and that's why Angel Woman did it. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's 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 a thing. You but, probably uh... caused Ant Mon. That's the fan theory that uh, one day one of the show writers will confirm. Ant Mon can't melt steel beams. <laughs> Jeez, that is an old meme. But yeah, I just I I liked this episode. I liked Pedaldramon, but I don't have that many highlights about this episode. Yeah, it was almost a like... really good episode. Oh yeah, well, a lot it was of almost a, a, a good that just episode. never really went anywhere, which is kind of the whole season. A yeah, lot of, I feel like... yeah, a lot of this season, but it was still better than a lot of this season. Like I still feel like it mm-hmm. ranks in the probably upper middle. Yeah, and honestly, at like, least for it's me, definitely my favorite better now is the um, the epic rap battles of history episode, which was excellent. So everything is just kind of paling in comparison for a while. That seems yeah, fair. but uh, yeah, I just so any other highlights. Not really. I have a lot of specific criticisms and then generally yeah. can say, yeah, but on the whole it was, you know, average-ish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ready to move on to lowlights? Sure. Uh, lowlights, I think my only lowlight to reference is really the fact that it may, it was kind of weird that Hikari just ran off. I get that she's caring. I guess that she, I get that she's a nice person, but even then it still felt weird. Like, why specifically her? Yeah, they did not do enough to make this a Hikari episode, Mm -hmm. and at the end of it, I still don't know why Hikari cared about this Digimon in particular. Yes. And, you know, we we have not been saying the names of the crests, and I guess I don't think we're going to, but we at least seem to have tried... Except for Koshiro. Yeah, but for the most part, we seem to have tried to... You know, do an episode where someone displays their crest now and again. And I guess Light is just cares about people and doesn't care about danger. Mm-hmm. And that's And doesn't pretty care terrible. about friends, just runs away from them without saying a word. Yeah. Uh, uh, is willing to sacrifice others for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's, a, it's a little much. Mm. It's weird. I would like yeah. to point out as a low light some of the at least wonky, if not kind of just bad animation throughout. Yeah. This episode like, had very inconsistent animation. Yeah. And there were parts that were really quite well done, but... I apologize because I don't remember the name of any Digimon, but when I think it was Sora was flying on Moltres's leg, Sora was animated to be flapping in the wind, but the bird was just a still image. <laughs> and it's like, come on, oh, yeah, that happens. why is this? And yeah, it was, it was just very rushed, clearly, animation-wise, which I don't care that much about, but it, it was... It showed a lot. Mm-hmm. The part uh, where, you know, stumbling forward through the thick leaves, <laughs> pushing handfuls aside oh, that yeah. just materialize. That was pretty excellent. Yeah. But also, at one point, the leaves looked fine that she was pushing through, and then another point, they looked terrible. But yeah. again, I can't really... There were, there were key frames really that it. were fine, but none of them stitched together to anything. Mm-hmm. It, was like, it was like she was pushing through badly animated leaves to well-animated yeah. leaves to bad ones again. She was like, oh, look, these ones are good. Oh, no, these ones are bad. Oh, these ones are good. It was just funny. <laughs> yeah, well, I think there was literally just a background layer that they... Did were doing in a loop and then they put good leaves over it anytime her hand appeared. Yep. Yeah. Anytime her hand started moving backward, they just materialized the good leaves in front of it. Yeah. Not the I mean, evil hey, leaves, I gotta give them, it's better than I could do, but still. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not an artist. Better than I can do that. I can, draw, pro- I can probably draw stick figures, but just not well. I can mm-hmm. barely write my own name. <laughs> Same. What a mood. Maybe Any you know other you're queer. Yeah, or just a millennial. I don't <laughs> think a millennial has, like, 
we're of the age where you still had pen licenses in school, but also of the age where the pen license what? stopped mattering. Oh, you didn't. You didn't have pen licenses. I don't think that's a thing in America. What is okay what is this in Australia? Okay, in Australia, in about year four, I think. Maybe year two, I can't remember. I just know that one of my parents was my teacher, my mum was my year two teacher, and my dad was my year four teacher, and I can't remember which one was... I just know a parent was my teacher. Wow. But um, That's a horrible at the, around idea. that time... Yeah, horrible idea, especially for mine. But anyway, so um, I, around that age, you are writing in, with pencils until then. And then when... this is It's so stupid when I actually think about it. But when your handwriting in writing in cursive gets good enough, uh, you are given a pen license, which is basically a little piece of paper exactly that says you can now write right. with a pen. Oh my god! And I, and I never got my pen license, and oh. I'm not sure if it's because my parents were my teachers, or if my handwriting was just shocking, or both. <laughs> but also. Um, but by the time like I had finished my primary schooling, they had forgotten about the pen licenses, so I could just write illegally. Uh, and also, <laughs> in high school, nobody cared. But that's you that's the thing in, in, in Australia schools. Yeah, so I do pen crimes whenever I write with a pen now. I think about it probably more often than I should because I, I was in primary school I in wish the early. I were doing pen crimes. Uh, I wish I had I'm a always story doing pen cool. crimes. Oh my god. <laughs> Like at the at the same time, I still kind of wish I got a pen license <laughs> because I don't. I just can somebody please create me a pen license? Just like use my profile picture and then just say this is a certify that May from Lost in Translation One has their pen license. Just do something, make That'd it look really as nineties or or early two thousands as possible because oh, I would have never. I just can't. So this is just a weird Australian thing. As far as I know, there's nothing like it that. It might here. also be a weird UK thing. We'd have to ask Evie. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Also, while we're on the topic of weird things, we also got taught sex ed and drug ed and alcohol ed by a giraffe in a van. Uh, I mean, the fact that you were taught them at all was already surprising. Yeah, but... I was actually going to say, wow, so progressive and of them. Also, he's it's still it's still around to this day. Like it was, it's been around since like the eighties, and it's still around mm-hmm. like now. Um. <laughs> And he also, just, what a go- hard left that sentence took right at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, also, um, so he, he his name was Harold, right? I proposed to him. He said yes. We're technically engaged, I guess. Uh, I was eight, <laughs> and then that was my fairy beginning. Anyway, so, um, he, his Harold actually has a girlfriend, and I think her name is. And I'm, I'm. It sounds like I'm making this up, but I, I promise you, I'm not. She is like one of those educational, like bodies right where you kind of have like you lift it up and you can take out the livers and like the stomachs and everything and she's a she's a mannequin yeah no no she's one of those educational like science mannequins and i promise you i'm not making this up but her name is tammy the torso (laughs) wow and harold two timing on tammy no no it's with a man i mean that's Mm -hmm. yeah but it it's really funny because Okay, okay, it's a van, right? The, the, like, they come in this van, right? They, they come to each school and they go school to school and they're in a van. I think New Zealand has it too, so oh maybe there's God. a boat involved. I, I don't know, like but they travel in a van. with a van is sending the wrong message already, but okay. It's a white van without windows. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's definitely creepy, and he teaches you about drugs and alcohol and sex. Do anyway, as I say, so... not as I do. <laughs> but no, seriously, the best part of this is the fact that 
since it's a van, one time when they opened up the cupboard that Tammy the torso lives in, she had she had clearly come loose in the journey, and all, her organs just went flying everywhere. <laughs> And then, without missing a beat, the lady with her hand inside of Harold the drug, because he was a a puppet, um, said, and that's why we don't do drugs. (laughs) (laughs) It's the funniest bit of weird primary school trauma that's there, is Tammy Torso's body just flying out. Anyway, um, is Australia even a real place? It has pen licences and Harold the giraffe who teaches us about sex. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm I'm leaving that. You get your sex ed from giraffes and unmarked white vans. And you get your pen licence. You need a license to use a pen. It's a weird country. I don't think, like, part of me's with the flat earthers on this. Australia doesn't exist. That makes sense. I'm okay. leaving this in, by the way. I'm leaving in this, this in the edited version because everybody needs to know what Please an unusual place Australia is. Hell yeah. I, I, I will try to do my best if, because I will, I will not silence my own voice. But oh, that's anyway, fine. Just... Um, Australia. Yeah. Uh, Australia. Weird place. Anyway, uh, who were our favourite characters? Uh, because mine was Pedaldramon on the basis that I can't say Palmon because I feel like I picked Palmon last episode. Mimi didn't talk that much. Uh, Pedaldramon was just there and is an option. Uh, Quinn, who are we picking? It's hard to say. Um, see, I'm, 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 I'm t- in the territory where I'm tempted to pick an inanimate object, and that sucks. Uh, but I guess I'll say Palmon. Well, that's fair. And also, I would say, I would argue that Petaldramon is almost an inanimate object. Uh, Chloe, You're... do you have any emotions uh, about my... favorite character, not in general? Uh, for this episode, I'm honestly going to say Sora, because her look at the beginning of the episode just kind of summed up the episode for me. Oh, yeah, it was a, a really bit of a mood. Point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we have Evie, who also says that Palmon... So I'm glad I didn't pick Palmon, because everyone else... like. Both Evie and Quinn both pick Palmon, so I wanted. I'm different, so Chloe good, and good. I are different. Uh-huh. Um, but also, I really like Petaldramon. So yeah, Petaldramon is now rating? an inanimate yep. object. <laughs> so I guess I wish I'd picked yeah. Petaldramon. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Basically, became a forest. Wow. So yeah, the forest, Jeez. which I think. I think you actually, Quinn actually did pick a forest at one point as an inanimate object. I'm going to say episode 30. Yes, in episode 30, Quinn's favourite character was the asbestos rainforest. <laughs> so I guess that was also my pick for this episode. Uh, for rating, uh, I'm, oh, this was a hard one to rate. I, I think I'm going to give it a 3.5, but I feel like that's too generous. Yeah, I was torn between, uh, I couldn't decide anywhere between a 2.5 and a 3.5, so I guess I'm going to call it a 3. Yeah, that 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 is fair. Like, this is on a 5-point scale? Uh, yeah, it's a 5-point uh, yeah. scale. What about you, Chloe? I'd give it just like a 2.5. It, it felt very middle of the road for me. Yeah, yeah, that is that is reasonable. Uh, meanwhile, we have Evie, who also gives it a 3.5. So... That means that, oh golly, it's a tie with literally every episode we've, we thought was okay. It's as we've given it a, a, ten, a, a ten. It's like overall it's a 10. Uh, so the last episode we gave a 10 to was episode 41, which is... There are so many episodes in this show. I can't believe we have like 22 episodes to go. What episode did I say? 41. Uh, that was Mon Mon Park in the Fog. 
which was the ta- uh, Takaru and Yamato episode, and episode 37 and 36 were also 10s. So did we like this episode more or less than Operation Satellite Sniper, which is the Blitzgramon episode, and Mon Mon Park in the Fog, which is the episode where we get Takaru being bored? Uh, I guess so. Yeah, I think I liked it more, but it's a really hard one to place because yeah. it's just it's just so there. So I, yeah, I'm going to say more because I don't really have that many complaints for it, but I don't have much to say about it in general. Like, it's definitely an episode that I watched. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen so the satellite where did one, I put based off of what I remember about the haunted carnival one like the good news is that y'all are being pretty consistent in your scoring because those feel pretty equivalent i don't good to me yeah i i i don't think i've been consistent but i think everyone else has <laughs> i just i like too much but yeah i'm going so in in my ranking i have it in uh i literally just had it there okay i put it in 19th place so it's like just in the upper middle so it's b- below episode 40 strike the killer shot and above episode 41, Mon Mon Park in the Fog, which my brain almost keeps on saying Mon Mon Park in the Frog, which is a completely different <laughs> thing. But, but anyway, we'll so I'm just going to put it like, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Quinn, where are you putting this in uh, your ranking? So I'll have you figure out the number, but between 40 and 27. So right in the middle. Uh, yep, that, that's uh, that's fine. That's ex- As soon as you said 40, my eyes magically found it. So... Perfect. Go me not struggling. However, I now have to struggle to find the episode title, which I just put down. There we are. So that is that is 25th. So lower middle, but still like a reasonable place for it to live. Uh, then we have Evie, who also puts this in 19th place. <laughs> so just below episode 39, which is Jagamon's Potato Hell. So basically this episode <laughs> is very much... I think I even said at the start, I think it's just going to be in the middle of the ranking. Like, or yeah, in the it's, middle-ish it's part. It's the most average. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which I guess is good. Like, I know I say this all the time, but if this is like... I usually say this with the good episodes, if this is as bad as we're going to get. If, if, if like, this is as bad as we're going to get, this season still has promise. Yeah, fair. Like, I don't want... If, if any other episodes fall anywhere below this, it's going to be disappointing. But I want the re- the next 22 episodes to be above this episode and I don't think that's an impossible ask because the last episode that was yeah the, I don't, like, I don't I think put it's a realistic ask but I don't think it's uh, an impossible one mm-hmm. like the last like chunk of episodes have been in like the Pretty upper okay. middle area at least for that's me fair. like they've been decent which is which is nice yeah anyway uh before we move on to questions just quickly we will go over Evie's evals so, Evie says that this episode was pretty decent. She liked the giant kaiju fight, especially when Entmon impaled Pedaldramon. That was heavy. Hikari was cute, but basically just did a nice Takaru impression. And yeah, basically, she just was missing saying Yamete. And Evie says she was sad the soot sprites aren't really official Digimon. And yeah, I agree. I kind of loved the soot sprites. I'm glad we're just all calling them soot sprites now, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 100%. I mean, it's what they are. Yep. It's really yeah. clear where they just, got the inspiration. Like this whole episode was just was just Studio Ghibli. Like I feel like they couldn't it couldn't just not be, right? It definitely seemed pretty pretty Ghibli influenced. Yeah. Like it just made me really want to watch Ghibli movies again. Like 
I'm still I still yeah. need to show Ghibli movies to my partner because he previously before meeting me had only seen Howl's Moving Castle and then we went to Ooh. Japan we went to the Ghibli Museum because nice. I really liked the Ghibli Museum and I've been there before but I wanted to go there again and they were closed when I was it, there it, it was awful oh really we, we I I booked like months in advance because you you have to yeah. and I booked for Christmas Day and we magically got in but it was really hard to get tickets because everyone else was also booking but we managed. Anyway, um, my partner has never seen my Neighbor Toro and still hasn't, but he fell in love with Cat Bus because Aww. there is a giant Cat Bus there that, I mean, you can only play in it if you're, like, six. And he was like, so why can't we play in the giant Cat Bus? And he bought Aww. himself a Cat Bus pin because um, Cat Bus is great. But he didn't actually like Howl's Moving Castle, so he just thought that he didn't like any Ghibli movies. And oh. then, like, last year at some point, like, late last year, we just put on Spirited Away. And he loved Spirited Away. So I need. I think I need to show him more. Um, I think I want to show him my Neighbor Totoro next because it is really cute. Or maybe the Earthsea one because he loves the Earthsea books. But yeah, I just... I like Studio Ghibli. This episode made me want to watch Studio Ghibli more. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of their DVDs, but they're also all on Netflix. Anyway, um, on to our comments on YouTube... So, first up we have Paper Pen, who says, It's so Digimon to have a mediocre season, and then, right when you expect at least, pump out an episode that easily qualifies for the top 10 Digimon episodes of all time. They say that they love these silly Digimon episodes anyway, and they say that they can enjoy Digimon Adventure Colon 2020 much more since the Monsters of the Week have started to talk. Whoopsie, we did not get that this week. <laughs> and uh, P- Paper Pen continues to say they're all in for the- more of this kind of filler. They said that the episode had an outstanding animation, especially the introduction of Etamon and Volcamon was great, but also the battle later against Ponchamon had fantastic cuts. They wish that the Garbamon episode had much more of this vividness and animation as well. And they, sh- they said they'll sure be watching this episode time and time again. And yet, last episode was really good. Nice. I agree what they have to say yeah. about it being nice having talking uh, Mosses of the Week. This episode, I feel like that's what it might have been missing because... We did have the refugee Digimon, which again was kind of a nice concept, but they didn't really talk much. It just felt kind of mm-hmm. like nobody had character in this episode, not even the characters. Yeah, yeah, it was it was weirdly bad if you like characters having dialogue, and it wasn't. Yeah, like if you're gonna do that kind of thing, I wish they would uh, have. I don't know, just have the artistic direction to do the, like, short film uh, from before uh, the first adventure. Yep. Give me yep. that vibe as much as you want, but no. No, we can't have that. Oh, yeah. Uh, next up we have Kimberly, who says that Ponchamon is in fact a dead or ghost version of Togemon. And yeah, I can kind of get that, but I also kind of want it to be, like, Togemon when she's had too much tequila. <laughs> like, this is just dead drunk. It's not That's dead Togemon, it's dead drunk Togemon. Yep. Which I know I know it's a I know it's a children's anime, but also Taichi's dad was drunk in the prequel movie, so mm-hmm. yeah. whatevs. Well and then I we, have... we just finished watching Angelic Lair where multiple times the the character's incredibly gay aunt just <laughs> pours herself a scotch. Yep. Oh, uh, I, I read that like for the first time like last year or the year before because I think it was on sale on the in on the Kindle in Japanese for uh, like it was very cheap. And I read all of it for the first time. I was just like, oh, this is really good and I should watch the anime. It's so good. It's it really made good. me gay. It explains so much about yeah. Quinn. Yeah, that that is fair. 
That and Code Lyoko and Evangelion. Shoko is is pretty much what I mean when I say I want to be the gay aunt. Mm -hmm. That is fair. See? Like, also, I get gay aunt vibes from Miyako from from Zero Two. Yep, not wrong. Well, more when she grows up. Oh, yeah. Even though she marries a bloke, apparently. Um, You can still be a gay aunt and marry a bloke. Yeah, many of us have. Yeah. It might just be like a... They could just be like friends that got married because as a joke but then they accidentally got married also fair they were roommates yeah they were roommates but Maybe they got married as a, needed as a transition. we don't know uh-huh. i like this i like that a lot anyway next we have ritster who says that so can ty take ogmon in a fight not necessarily win but a challenging fight i don't know uh then because we find out that ty withstood that baby flame attack like it was nothing and only complained like his hair was on fire I think that that was more like not a real attack. It was just kind of like more of a burp. Like I think that I don't. I I don't feel like it was a real baby flame, right? Uh, who I knows? Yeah, I, I honestly don't remember particularly well. And also, it's Digimon, so nothing matters. All right, everyone. So thanks for joining us this time, and you can join us next time for episode forty-five. Activate Metal Gururumon. So, do we have any predictions other than me just really wanting to know the context for why Hikari is cosplaying as Lilymon? That's really all I need. That's all I care about. Can everyone cosplay as Lilymon? Please. Yeah, I I feel like everyone should cosplay as Lilymon all the time. Mimi should acquire something new made out of leaves. I wonder which maybe Digimon. a belt. The next episode will be about. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I just I don't care about the Yamato part of it. Yeah, please don't. Can we can we just skip the evolution and move back to Mimi? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I just want Mimi to be the main focus of every episode forever. Anyway, I, I don't really have any other thoughts other than I've got nothing else. I wonder yeah. how the writers will. Yeah, I wonder how the writers will write about Mimi this time. Anyway. So, the red bubble's in the description, and you can get more than just shirts there too. You can contact us and stay updated. You can email us at and send us spam to lostintranslation.gmail.com. And you obviously can't comment on this episode on our website because it's still down for until we have you the internet again. You can think nice again, thoughts will, about our website. You can think nice thoughts, and I'm sure that'll make me feel good. Like, my ear will burn, but the left ear, because rights for uh, left's for love and rights for spite or something. I don't know, that old rhyme. Anyway. <laughs> What? So you can, I don't know, that's what they say. If your ears start burning, someone's talking about you. And if it's your right ear, it's for spite. And if it's your left ear, it's for love. I've only ever so heard when... the, the first half of that. Huh. Really? Oh, huh. Anyway, so you can also follow us at, at Lost in Translation on Twitter. And you can also find us on Lost in Translation on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, and of course, YouTube, where Chisai has a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful drawn overlay of me as Mameo, so definitely check out the YouTube if it's just to look at that overlay on the thumbnails. So, yeah, we also have a description thread on With The Will and one on the Reddit in the Digimon subreddit. And you can review us on any podcast catcher that you use, and if I see it, I will definitely read it out on the podcast. We haven't had one of those for a while. I'm not sure if that's because I just don't get the notifications, but I have looked some places and I haven't seen any new ones. So if you have the time and you haven't given us a review before... Please, please consider doing so. You can also donate to our Patreon, which is found in the description. And that starts from as little as a dollar a month, which gets you access to a list of Discord server. But there are higher levels with more rewards, such as notes, early episodes, raw episodes, and more. And thank you to our current supporters on Patreon, Joe, Stephen Reeves, who's Wildwick64 on Archive Own, Kaidawashi, Chisai, who, wonderful overlay, thank you again, 
uh, also, and also Cheesai236 on Twitter, Kyle, Lismet, who's a Lekmon on Tumblr, Nicholas, Metal Mamamon, Sam, Anthony, Keith from Gone Well Hunting, a Hunter Hunter Rewatch podcast, Silverhead Freak 25, Magnus, Lucas, JC105, Patrick, and Jason. And also, you can make a one off donation on PayPal, which can be found in the description. It's paypal.me slash edgemon. Also, you can donate to me on my coffee account, ko-fi.com slash Airdra. And I would like you all to know that I didn't really fumble too much in the outro. So, like, that's a first, considering how tired I am. So, that's a thing. So, thank you to Quinn and Chloe for joining me. Quinn, where can we find you? Uh, Probably soon, only here and on the Moncast, because I, I think I'm deleting Twitter. Which is fair, because Twitter is um, a hell site. Exactly. Yes. I'm so glad that she's finally getting rid of it. I will never see that light, unfortunately. I, I like I got rid of Facebook like a year ago, and I'm really happy because of it, but I don't feel like I'll be getting rid of Twitter anytime soon. Especially not because of fair. the translation on Twitter account. And also, I feel like that's where I get yeah, all my news. That makes... Yeah, like, see, that, that's, that's part of the problem is uh, the world is hell now, and I don't yep. think I need to see so much news. Yeah, I wish you could just cool how they the all news. waited until after Trump left office, and it doesn't matter. It's yeah. bad. Anyway, Chloe, where can we find you? Uh, I'm on the, uh, ostensibly on the Discord server. Yay! <laughs> and of course, you can find Evie on the Moncast where I've been having a few weeks off because I've been busy with moving, but hopefully I'll be back on soon. But anyway, you should definitely give them on cast listen anyway because Evie and Quinn do a fantastic job of doing the podcast. And Evie does a good job editing and you should definitely check it out because we talk about Pokemon and Digimon a lot. We just did Digimon the movie and that'll be coming out soon and it was very, very fun. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So thank you for listening to this podcast and hopefully I'm more awake in future podcasts. So thanks for listening, and I will see you all next time. Bye! Bye! Bye.